You are listening to Chin Up Darling, the podcast, and this is episode number 12. Hey, sweet friend, welcome back. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different from what I usually share. Um, Because today I want to talk about a little update of an impossible goal that I've set. So... Around the time that I started sharing again on the podcast, I was looking back on um, the year of being 27, all the things that I did or didn't do and the accomplishments that were there and sort of reflecting on the year and also projecting for the next year and sort of thinking about the big dreams that I had or goals that I wanted to set for the year. And usually I get a little bit overwhelmed when I do this, so I kind of avoid it or stop halfway or don't make concrete plans. But this year, I actually set an impossible goal. So um, I set an impossible goal on my birthday to start a business and have it financially sustain me or have it be capable of financially sustaining me um, by next year, this time next year. And I'm sharing this update and I'm planning on sharing all these updates because I've always set up to share the in-between phase of whatever goal you're chasing or whatever project you have. Like I was always so inspired seeing others doing before and after pictures or sharing their story of reaching an incredible goal or whether it was in fitness or in business or something in their personal life. It was so inspiring and it would motivate me to take action sometimes or make plans or dare to dream big as well. But then inevitably, after that initial burst of motivation, taking action... I would stumble upon a face, that in-between face, which I don't know if you recognize this, but I'm going to bet that you do, um, where either your confidence is down or you have heard your first couple of no's, uh, maybe rejection is facing you, you're facing rejection, you're starting to feel insecure, and looking at the before and afters of other people doesn't inspire anymore, or at least... To me, it was like, I was just wondering, okay, so that was your before, that's your after, where's the in-between? Did you go through this phase? How did that feel for you? And how did you get through it? And because people don't share it that often, it can feel very isolating, it can feel very shameful, but I also always felt like, oh, maybe it's wrong. Maybe what I'm doing is wrong because I'm feeling this way. And people don't talk about feeling this way. So maybe the fact that I'm feeling this way is an indication that I'm doing it wrong or that I shouldn't be doing this or that I'm not going to make it. And if I think about, if I'm saying all these things, I know rationally that that's not true. But these thoughts are so subconscious most of the time And they feel so heavy that it's hard to kind of rationalize your way out of it and still keep taking action. So I don't know if you've heard this 
from a previous podcast episode of mine, but my goal has always been to, yes, inspire you with before and afters, but and and maybe success stories, hopefully, but even more so, share the lessons and the pitfalls and the faces in between when you don't know how things will work out or when you have to pivot. And, and while sharing this and having that transparency about the whole process, not just the beginning and the end, um, I hope that you'll feel less alone. I hope we can normalize how not being an overnight success can feel and what the different emotions are that come with that. And yeah, that it's just totally normal to sometimes feel like shit and then, excuse my language, the next day try again and try something new. Um, So yeah, I really hope that sharing this with you can be the push that you might need. And some great women are already doing this probably men too, but in my case, I was very inspired by both Brooke Castillo and by Sam Laura Brown, who both um, are life coaches and they both have a podcast that I um, used to listen to religiously. And they both talk about impossible goals and, and they set impossible goals for themselves and then they share about how it's going. And that kind of blew my mind to be very honest because especially Sam I started following her way back in the day when she was blogging on and off and I was doing the same and it was really nice to have someone around who um, online who was doing sort of a similar thing blogging about their 20s and she was from Australia so she's across the pond for me and it was just really fun to see her being in that same phase and then starting to do the work, starting to set impossible goals and then just crushing it. Like, and I don't mean that she reached all her impossible goals. I honestly wouldn't know because it's not about that. She just really took huge strides and I'm so inspired by her. And because she shared that and because Brooke Castillo shared her impossible goals, like she, her, her company makes millions and, and she shares how, when she started, she would have an impossible goal and work towards that and think that it would never happen. And then after a while she started believing in it and, and then her new impossible goal would become even bigger and then she would feel the exact same thing. And then me just starting out, just almost graduating, listening to these stories of people being so transparent about how much money their company makes or the goals that they set. It really opened my eyes and I felt like, oh, if they're doing that, then... I'm allowed to do that too, maybe, you know? It's like, oh, it's possible to work towards those goals and you're allowed to do that and share that and not feel shame. Well, honestly, I still feel shame still, but speaking about it helps. Um, But yeah, so I'm going off on a tangent. But so these two women, especially Brooke Castillo and Sam Laura Brown, really inspired me to use an impossible goal as a tool to face your limiting beliefs. Um, You know how they always say like nothing changes if nothing changes and using this 
impossible goal as a tool to really face what you think, what your thought patterns are, what you believe is possible for your life um, is very eye-opening because if you if you want something to change in your life then and you need to change your actions, then you also need to change the way you think in order to change your actions. And I think that changing your thoughts it takes a while and it needs a lot of training and awareness and reminding yourself to think of in a certain way and so working towards an impossible goal can hopefully <laughs> I hope it works for me too but change the way you think about certain aspects and and you know even if I never well, let's not say never, even if I don't make it by the end of the year, I'll still have made so much more progress towards having a business that sustains me than if I wouldn't set that impossible goal, right? So if I'm still aiming for that impossible goal of being fully financially sustained by my business, and I would, like, if if I aim for that and I don't make it, I'll still have made huge, huge steps towards that. Whereas if I would start small and think, okay, maybe my goal for this year should be something that's more realistic. I don't know, make a hundred bucks every month by teaching yoga. Then I wouldn't be as pushed to take huge steps. And maybe I would make that hundred bucks a month. But I don't know what's possible for me yet to earn and to create and to provide value into the world because I haven't tried it yet. So even though my impossible goal is to have a business that can financially sustain me, you can implement this in any area of your life. I mean, it can even be doing 100 push-ups in a row. I mean, if it feels impossible to you, that's the only thing that matters, right? And then after you decide on the goal, I mean, it can be, it can be physical, it can be financial, it can be, um, it can be career, a career thing, it can be buying a house, anything can be a goal, especially anything can be an impossible goal, as long as it feels out of reach for you, sort of a little bit unrealistic, like it has to feel a bit uncomfortable, because that's sort of the indication that you're hitting on something, on a belief you have that you want to change. So anyway, I'm not going to lecture you about impossible goals. Um, both women that I mentioned before have great episodes about that that you can listen to. But I just wanted to share that, um, that that's what I'm working towards. And um, yeah. I hope you enjoy following me on this journey and I, I'm very curious to see what will happen and how it's going to unfold. Um, but anyway, back to my birthday, I set that business goal and um, I've set many impossible goals before because as I said, I've been listening to these ladies do it and I was very inspired by them, but I never made a plan for how how to work through that or how to focus on a goal for a whole year. So a couple of my goals didn't work and or I didn't work so my goals didn't <laughs> didn't come to fruition. 
but this time I actually got an accountability buddy. So one of my friends, Eileen, um, also sort of, she's also in a sort of similar phase of her life. She's also starting a business. And I was talking to her about this impossible goal and how I would really like to create something that could sustain me and and just see how far I can push it, see what I can deliver in the world, what what I can create. And I, I just, I got so excited on the phone with her and I was asking her like, isn't that something that you'd be interested in maybe? And she actually was. So now we're sort of doing this together. Um, we have very similar impossible goals. Um, but I already noticed that it really helps to have someone as your accountability buddy. I'm sure you've heard that in other goal setting tools or speeches or YouTube videos before, but I just, it blows my mind how much it helps. So we have a call every Monday, a little update about how things are going, um, how we're feeling about all this, and we set small goals for the next week. Um, And we also set goals not just business-related goals, but also sort of mental health, um, physical health goals to sort of keep ourselves in check as well. It's not just go, 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 go. You know, it's it shouldn't come at the cost of everything. And, oh man, it's amazing. We, there's no, I think we trust each other so much that there's no topic, no thought, no emotion or experience that feels unsafe to share with her and I'm so thankful for that because if it wasn't for that I'm 100% sure I would have already quit like this is week two I would have already quit (laughs) but I'm still hanging in there because because I have my buddy and um and and in a certain way you guys are my buddy as well now so um yeah, so I don't know how I'm going to get that business to um, the point where I want it to be by my next birthday, but that's actually not even the point. So I'm taking little steps every week. Um, I know what I can do now, and I'm sort of allowing that creative flow, creative ideas to come up without forcing it too much. Like I have. I already know a couple of things that I can do to improve where I'm now. And that might take me a couple of weeks. And that's enough, actually. Where I would normally get stuck because I think thought that I had to know all the steps and I had to know all the things that I had to do to get to that goal. And I had to make all the decisions already. That kind of felt so overwhelming, so too much that I wouldn't even start. But now I just acknowledge, okay, I'm starting with teaching one yoga class online, a yin yoga class every week. And I'm going to build that up in a certain way that it's a bit more automated. I want to have the website. And then I rest in knowing that I have enough ideas, enough creative ideas to really build on that. And though it's scary because I really want to control and have an idea, it's a lot easier to take action from a smaller list for me at this point. I might change the way I'm seeing this. Like everything is is just uh, um, 
nothing is set in stone. I'm just sharing with you as I go along and and maybe what I'm doing now is something that I'll regret later but this is the best that I can do right now and I think for now it's good so there's a couple of things that we always talk about on Monday it's um how we're feeling uh, how it went and um, what we want to do for the next couple of days so I thought I'd do that in this podcast episode as well so um how I've been feeling honestly it's been very exciting. I feel very supported having Eileen along with going along with me. I feel excited to share this on the podcast, to have something to listen back to later, to see how it was going. Um, but at the same time, I feel so unsure. Like, I've never started anything not knowing what it would look like to a certain extent like when you go to school you know how many years you're going when you go to college you kind of know how it goes you kind of you know you know how the three years of undergrad are going to be and and now with this it feels like there's a huge blank page and I just set up the first two steps on that page and I kind of know what the third step is But I'm not entirely sure, and I can see that to get to the end of that page, or at least a little further, it's going to take a thousand steps. So, um, I feel anxious, but it's not been that horrible yet, to be very fair. Um, So, my other question is, what is new? So, I've been teaching that yin yoga class um, a little bit in the summer last year, and... That was a bit to test out how teaching online works and if I liked it and if other people liked it. And I I quit back then due to summer holidays and I didn't come back. But now I'm back to teaching Monday night in yoga class. It's a one-hour class that I I create a nice little playlist for. Anyone can join and it feels very good to do it I love that I'm still working on my skill of teaching yoga and that I get to share that with other people and some people have started bringing in friends or family at some point and I love that that's such a huge compliment that they not just like to come along because most of the people that come to my class of course are my friends or maybe my family like my mom's always there but um when someone brings their sister or someone brings another friend, I feel so, so thankful and and such an honor that they trust me and my class so much to share it with others. Um, but so last week on Monday was the first class that I was starting to count towards my business and three people showed up. And I'll be honest... On the one hand, I felt so thankful that they were there and I I love all three of them. They're great people and I it was a really fun class and it was good. It's it was a good way to get back into it, but at the same time I also immediately felt sort of a sort of shame towards them. Like, oh, what would they think that there are only three people in the class? Do they think that it's not good and that that's why not more people showed up? Um, 
Oof, it's kind of hard to share this because I, I hear myself talk and I know I shouldn't think like that. And it's not that I focused on that the entire time, but it's a, it's a feeling that comes up and, the, and it hurts, even though it's super normal. And having three people is already incredible. So by all means, I, I, I'm not unthankful or ungrateful or it's not that at all, but it's just, I think that however many people are there, there's always that little voice in the back of your mind, like, what if they don't like it? What if they don't think it's good enough? And you can always attribute it to something or give your your mind a false reason to think it. And now it was having three people show up. But um, yeah, it was a great exercise in recognizing my self-talk stopping, recognizing that I can change that, focusing on what's good. I mean, I'm honestly so thankful that the three of them were there. Um, I, I'm excited to share my, my, my love for yin yoga this Monday again. And I've started sharing again on Instagram, asking if people want to join, um, which is also very vulnerable, right? So you're sharing it with people Part of them you've I've never seen before, and part of them are the people that I see regularly or that I've lived with or you know were a part of my life and I feel very vulnerable and and open to judgment um which is one hundred percent worth it um but scary all at the same time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I'm rambling about it, but I just I'm trying to really paint a picture of how it feels and um sometimes I start to ramble anyway so that's um what was last week um and this week I'm working on teaching again uh working on setting up a website so that signing up for the classes can be a bit more professional can be a little bit easier that maybe you can get a reminder in your email when you sign up for a class with me because now it's all manual work um yeah so that's what I'm working on this week and you know I'm I'm really excited to see what else is going to come up um I have sort of long-term big goals that are part of the impossible goal, but I'm trying not to really focus on them and just see what comes up naturally, how much time I have. Because at the same time, um, I'm about to graduate and I'm looking for a full-time job as well. So I'm trying to really stay sane and balanced in a certain way. So, So yeah, that's what I'm sort of um looking forward to for the next week or the next month i'm i'm really hoping to build on that teaching for this month i think it's really fun and um that i can still learn so much from this and and improve my technical you know my technical side of of the whole thing i just got a new earplugs for my birthday so that i don't have to be attached to my phone when i'm talking to the class and um it's all these little small improvements that happened throughout the weeks that um you know feel make it feel like i'm taking tiny baby steps towards reaching my goal moving forward and um yeah hopefully take you along for the ride 
So, that was a very long rant. All in all, I'm feeling good. Still in- a bit unsure of how things will happen. Um, and, um, yeah, very excited to share this with you. So... I would love to hear if you've ever heard of doing an impossible goal or having an impossible goal, setting it. Um, Or if there's an area in your life where you would love to set an impossible goal. Um, And maybe you can start it. Maybe you can share it with me. Or if you don't feel comfortable sharing it with me, um, just uh, follow along on this journey and know that you're not alone. I'm sure you're capable of amazing things um and that these amazing things just happen when you start taking teeny tiny steps that are not that amazing you know isn't that weird that you have to take tiny baby steps that seem so insignificant and then all of a sudden they add up to something hopefully incredible so um that's it for me today i hope that the next time i update you i'll have a website where you can also find the episodes, the notes for the episodes of the podcast, where you can sign up for my yin yoga class, and maybe where you can respond to the questions that I'm asking you, because now the only way to reach me is through Instagram. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, at Yara Miora. Um, but I hope that we can connect on a different level the next time that I talk to you. But I'll keep you updated on that. And yeah, hope you have a super lovely day. Talk soon.